0: Are we we publishing this to Feet Finder? Because we've got a little display here for those. I don't know. You got sockless
1: feet under there. Blocked by a laptop strategically. Socks can do Listen, I was out and about and getting coffee, and I was in flip-flops like any good Texan on a Saturday.
2: So we're back again. Uh, Back streets, back. (laughs) All right. Very, Very, very special guest. We actually have... The Payne brothers in the house. I mean, obviously you're one of our oh, regular hosts. Oh, but we got Nate Dog here chilling. It's Star Wars day, y'all! It's Star. <laughs> it's a Wars big day. day. It's, it's a Star- big sure. day. Star- Look at this for the pod. I dressed for this. He did. I think. I think the the most pertinent question I think that's on everybody's mind that is watching this is, what is Star Wars? i'm just kidding
0: how would you explain it if each one of us okay if you 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 got an elevator pitch right so sub one minute like one paragraph someone who's never seen it before by some miracle how are you explaining what it is
2: what is star wars
1: the ultimate movie version of the hero's journey
0: okay Okay, but this is a a non- like they have film a file. They don't know what the hero's journey yeah, is. they don't know what is. the
2: hero's journey is.
0: This is.
1: I mean, I would still use those words. I would say this is the perfect explanation of.
0: Perfect is a strong word. I
1: will explain <laughs> if 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 you He's want got me to. Bias. Uh, perfect explanation of a hero's journey. Like it has all the arcs, all the elements, everything. There is a textbook. So I went to school for this. So don't hate me. Wow. I know. Yeah. Listen, I don't get to use my degree for much. Uh, it's <laughs> mostly movies um, and podcasts. This is one of many. Uh, there is a book by Joseph Campbell called The Hero with a Thousand Faces. This is well known in the writing community because it describes the elements of every perfect hero's journey. Right, And it talks about the seven types of story, but really there's one type of story, the hero's journey. That's his thesis. George Lucas studied this, and he believed it. He's like, this is the Bible of of the hero archetype. And literally, he just put it on the screen so perfectly, in fact, that now when you teach Joseph Campbell, you use Star Wars to explain it. Interesting. So, I do mean that in the in the in the layman's terms and I also mean it in the technical term. But that is how I would describe it. it's like if you want to look at a ultimate hero arc. Okay. What
0: are the elements is, of that? What it, are the requirements for a hero's journey movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to break <laughs> that down a little bit.
1: So, you have three acts perfectly encompassed here. You have Act 1, A New Hope, Act 2, The Empire Strikes Back, and Act 3, Return of the Jedi.
0: I'd like to pause here and ask you Is the Bible not a perfect hero's journey because there are only two acts?
2: Jesus is the perfect hero for me anyway. Wait, can we just pause for a second? Because because we we haven't
0: even. First and second (laughs) acts. Get it? I get it. Okay. I just (laughs) wanted to make sure. We weren't going to talk about it because (laughs) nobody wanted to
2: tell him that, that that's not
1: true. Okay, so
2: we've already established that it's Star Wars Day. But there's so much Star Wars out right now that we have to be specific as to like what we're talking about, because this is the the season finale for for season one of the Fuego Boys, right? And we're talking about Star Wars, and it's only the OT, the Old Testament of Star Wars, the original trilogy. As you mentioned. The law, as we would call (laughs) it, in a very biblical sense. Four, five, and six. Just so we can have that established. Okay, please continue with for, the For breakdown. the oldies
1: and the goodies, that's one, two, and three. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: all, all movies sans Jar Jar is what we're yeah, talking about. That's, that's actually, actually there's not true. More There's three because more because there's that. like
2: five more.
1: That's true.
0: Six, but those do count place animated in the one. same
2: timeline. Anyway. So
1: we are talking about episode four, A New Hope, 1977. Yeah. Episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, 1980. And episode six, The Return of the Jedi, 1983. Do you
0: see why we brought him on? Yeah. Do you this see? This is... Do you understand now? My wheelhouse. <laughs> 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 and here we go, boys. There was, lot, there okay, was, so, was lots so of room. Continue with he the hero's arrived journey, the wheelhouse breaking it, it down, down, act one, two, and three. There
1: are three acts, and the requirement is a large character change, right? That's what's interesting is conflict and then resolution, right? Because the stories that we don't like, the movies that are boring a person doesn't go through an interchange, right? Like that's, that's the problem that you can, you can distill down to is you don't care and they don't do anything different. Right. Because ultimately what we turn to story for is some sort of weird guidance, right? Like we see ourselves in these characters. Yeah. And that's what we love about in this case, the hero is Luke Skywalker, right? The, the first character that everybody kind of, you know, attaches to in star Wars. Now you, you have different favorite characters for sure, and there are many characters that go through arcs. So, and we'll
2: get we'll get to that. We'll
1: get into that. But all of all of these characters end up being well rounded. But the hero of
2: Star Wars is, yes, is Luke, Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you are Luke Skywalker. I literally have Luke as Luke Skywalker in my phone. A lot
1: of us did for a long time, and then I got super anal and, and changed all of my things to proper. I can't names. say that. I got to believe that. This is a Christian podcast.
2: Go um, ahead, please continue. You guys
1: have said "ass." <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, and now we've done it twice. I did. I said it. I said it too. I think um, I remember both
0: of you saying it. This is this is why a lot of people actually um, kind of align with the the um, what are they called? Oh no! Tokyo Drift is one of them. What's the the Fast, the fast and, the furious. Fast and furious. Mm-hmm. furious? Right, because there's a lot of highway driving, so everyone goes through quite a few interchanges. All right, so <laughs> so, <laughs> so the
2: hero's journey. That was the most non-sequitur thing Luke's I think I've ever Luke. heard in my life. <laughs> so so the... Luke is the hero. There is a hero's journey. He's, yeah, he's hero's like the, journey, he's the every guy too.
1: He is. So a lot of people make fun of him for this. But one of the scenes that people quote a lot of times, oh, no, I wanted to go to Tachi Station. And he's so whiny. (laughs) Yeah. He's so whiny. Like, Luke is actually kind of a brat. Definitely. He is an only child. Yeah. And he knows it. Right. And he's got his thing and his plans and what he wants. And he's a normal person. He has things that he likes, things that he doesn't like, plans for his life. He fights with his Parents. Sure. His adoptive parents. There's a whole thing. And a bunch of different types of people can, you know, see Relate. themselves in yeah. him.
2: Relate. Yeah, for sure. And
1: then the cool thing is that we attract like we get attracted to characters that have something extraordinary happen to them. And Luke has one of these extraordinary things. Literally, the universe relies on him by yeah. the end of the movie. Right. And that's <clears throat> that kind of strikes all of our hearts because people, what? spoiler <laughs> warning for literally all of star wars because i don't even know where i'm gonna go at this point but potentially other movies as well uh we all want a higher purpose right yeah definitely something beyond the mundane like nobody yeah. wants to be the farmer sure we all want to be the hero and Luke has that journey that we all love is going from being a normal person right. to being extraordinary and having a higher calling. Christians, we have that connection as well, right? We feel that in our hearts. Like everybody feels that, not even Christian, not just Christians. We all feel a need for like some higher purpose and that's whoa, whoa, why whoa, 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 we wait. sorry, let me interrupt. identify you. with fantasy and sci-fi a lot. So move on to the the rest of the arc yeah. requires, uh, this is just the arc of writing, right? Right. So you have the upward momentum, right? You break act one, and then you get into the journey, right? right. So you, you're into the story. The character has said yes to the plot, right? He, like, he's in it. Yes. Uh, and then you're into act two, which is the journey, which is what we would you know, associate with most of Empire, In this case,
2: right,
0: and is this not the longest like portion of the movie? This is where like the most. This is where the work happens, development, development, and this is why. And and like most of the action, right?
1: Not necessarily. Well,
0: Act Three has like the
1: right the climax, but the (laughs) this is where. Oh my god! (laughs) This is where the effort is. And this is in 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 a traditional way, this would be the longest of the three acts, yes. But in these movies, they shake out to be a bit of the same, though you could actually say that act two starts in the middle of episode four, when he super commits to going on this yeah. journey and he like sells out to the rebellion. Like right after spoilers, his parents die.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's been like almost yeah. fifty years. If this the, is right, and you're of this getting this shock Star into, Wars yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The one time the stormtroopers didn't miss. Right. He's, he's like, these blaster points are way too precise to be <laughs>
1: average troopers. These must be Imperial stormtroopers. And the entire internet laughed. <laughs> um, so at that point, Act 2 begins. All of Episode 5 would also be Act 2. Yeah. And probably a little bit of Episode 6, right? Okay. But you so, can well, okay. simplify it and say one movie each.
2: So then in the second act, what is happening in, in, the, in the hero's act, journey?
1: the the hero's journey has a few distinct markers. One of them is the moment of absolute despair. Okay. Right? The worst point in the story happens there. Okay. And it's when the character's at the lowest, right? Because everything goes well, we're building, we're building, we're building, and then you suffer the your fall. worst yeah. defeat. You go to the valley. Right? Ben Kenobi yeah. getting axed. Luke Skywalker getting defeated, yeah, by Darth oh, g- getting his yeah, arm yeah. chopped yeah. falling <laughs> yeah. off. And... He, his training did not work. He he got defeated. That was an the, emotional the defeat plan, too. Well, in yeah. in every sense, and that's yeah. the other thing is that like there's more than just there's emotion, there's physical, and then right. there's spiritual development. Yeah, right. right. And in Star Wars, the spiritual, and we'll get into this later, but the spiritual development is iffy for a Christian, but the others make perfect sense to all humans. Right. Because everybody struggles with those things. And the other thing, the huge marker of, of an act two is a is the is the mentor and what they call the cave. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. So about the mentor that. character in this case is both is the archetype is split between both Ben and Yoda. Right. Uh and Yoda actually fits into some other archetypes about like really old mangled. But,
0: but not characters. at the same time. Yoda Cor- replace they don't have Two they fill the archetype once. back to back, yeah. right? So the archetype is always filled by a right. character. Right. It just
1: there's a handoff. Yeah. Um. And then the cave, and this literally happens in a cave. I was yeah. gonna say there yeah. is a cave. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. George Lucas copy pasted this. That's pretty great. And but he did it in a way that everybody identifies and loves, and it's why we use it to teach. Right. Joseph Campbell, he literally goes to a cave and he faces his worst fear, right. which is himself. Right. And that is part of the archetype of the hero's journey, is you have to overcome yourself right. before you can overcome any external conflict, right? Because you have to defeat your own demons so that you can just focus, yeah, right? And that's a thing that people understand. Like, you have to get out of your own way. Christians, we understand that there's external help, right? Like, right. you can't do, you can't successfully accomplish that without help from the outside. Most of these stories, you don't see certain elements like that. But there's always a cave. There's always a mentor. There's always a defeat. Okay. Right? And then you have act three. Yeah. And this is final preparation and where you see if it works. Did okay. all this character development actually work? right? And it's beautifully wrapped up. You have the the physical, emotional, and spiritual climax of the plots and all of the character arcs. And then you have uh, – after that, you have what they call the dyname, which is falling action, which is where you start wrapping up all of the additional plot lines, right? So uh, some movies this is longer, <laughs> Return of the King, where like there's like uh, an yeah. hour and a half in seven endings, right, to all of the different right. plot lines. Right. Or something that's more like uh, Return of the Jedi, where you you win the the – emotional and spiritual battle with darth vader you save him yeah right like that's the spiritual climax of star wars is you save darth vader right the emotional uh climax is luke and darth vader are now reconciled Mm -hmm. right and then you have the physical climax which is we blew up the death star uh and we killed the emperor
2: yeah
0: and then, and literally, then all the everybody... other plot lines are wrapped up in one like party in the woods, yeah. right? And so that, that's the thing. So in like that college, that Kegger. Yeah. So you're like the whole gang's here. Everyone's great. The and entire, again, is a little force
1: ghost. The entire wrap up literally is two scenes. You see him burn Darth Vader on a pyre, and you yeah. see a party, and that's it. And right. He at that point he had wrapped up most of the other plot lines significantly. Um, before then, yeah. you know, like Leia Han had already been wrapped up, you know, basically their plot was over when he's like, Luke's
2: my brother. Right.
1: That's the end of their right development. Yeah. So like he he had wrapped up a bunch of things kind of throughout the movie. Yeah. Because again, these stories are stretched out. It's not just one movie. The yeah. arc is taking place over three. You can dissect episode four a little bit as a self contained story. Sure. But really Luke's arc is is three movies long. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard to just say it ends there. So he had been wrapping things up for a while. But those are the main trajectories. And then the the interesting thing is that all compelling heroes will have all of those signs. Right. So if you look at any movie, you talk about Iron Man, you talk about Moon Knight, you talk about any of these things, you pull in any significant hero. They all have those moments. Literally, Iron Man has a cave and a mentor as well. Like, yeah. is, Some of it is very on the nose. Right. But people also don't study this, generally. Right. Your average person doesn't read this book. So they wouldn't see those things. But we identify with them and we love them because it feels right right, in every place that it happens. And a lot of those ideas do come from the Bible. It's, it's hard to use the Bible as the textbook, though, which is why we use something like Star Wars as the textbook. Right, because the Bible is is narratively wait, a lot wait, of wait. things hold, are hold out thought. of order. Hold that thought,
2: Luke. What is Star Wars?
0: We we do have to finish That's our traditions yeah. now I'm that so you've sorry. wrapped the the heroes thing. I was gonna go last. I can go next.
2: All I all I was uh, like, if I was in like an ele- like you said elevator like in an elevator pitch, <laughs> I'd be like, hey man, do you like space? Do you, our lady? Do you like lasers? Do you like pirates? Do you like sword fights? Like all, Star Wars has all of these things and more. Do you like high stakes? You know what I'm saying? Do you like some elements of fantasy? I mean... yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm done. That's it. If you were that lady in the elevator, would you be like, tell me more? Or...
0: There's a, a chance that you're trying to sell me on Dave and Buster's, but there's, <laughs> like, also, <laughs> like, here's your both discount is card, yes. 20% yeah. off on Tuesdays. Right. <laughs> I think that's a good way to lead it, because I would similarly lead it with, like, a comparison to something. I, w- I would be like, it's it's a series of movies that feels like you're watching a video game. Yeah, that's good. So, if you're like into video games and the, you know, being transported to a different world and technology that can't exist and powers that can't exist. Yeah. But there's so much of it. And a a lot of times you'll get like really interested in in something that's similar to that. And it's like one movie. And you're like, oh, that was cool. But this one, there's so much content. If you like it, it feels complete.
1: You can spend
0: weeks just getting more. It's it's like when you get to the end of like a three season TV show and you're like, oh
2: crap! What do I do that's now? It.
0: You don't get that feeling with <laughs> Star really Wars because it just keeps going. Yeah, that's
2: such a cool thing. Is like, I bet like when you know when it first came out and people were watching Star Wars and you know you think there are things that are like throwaway lines like, yeah, your father and I fought in the Clone Wars and it's like, oh no, that's a real thing and that whole. Plays out now. You know what I mean? If you want to know
0: about that, you can go know about that. It's not just like a side reference. Right, right.
2: Hot
1: take for your listeners. The Clone
2: Wars is probably the best Star Wars content. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Top (laughs) of the top top of the line.
0: The fact that you can have been a Star Wars fan since 1977, and still there's content coming out for you about that universe. Yeah. I would say that. Star Trek is a little similar. It's not as full featured, but it still has like the length of content Yeah, yeah. and it has like more actual media content because there's so many TV shows as opposed to movies, but
1: yeah, probably hours of watchable content is, is higher, but at this yes. rate, Star Wars will probably overtake it. Soon. Star- Stories has the yeah. depth
2: though, I think. Yeah, for sure. Stories has definitely has the depth. Okay. So I want to move on to this topic because I think it's an important one. Um, Favorite characters out of the OT, out of the Old Testament, who are your fav- who's your favorite top character? Like, no, I like this one and this Obviously, one and this one. Obviously, his is Luke Skywalker. No, it's not. Okay, who's, who's yours? solo?
0: It's Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo, for sure. I don't want to be Luke.
2: I do love Han That's Solo.
0: That's like a lot of, resp- I want to be As the guy. As a child, you did. Who gets the girl. Number one. And like, he's a freaking <laughs> pirate with the ship. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Smugglers all the way. All right, Nate Dog.
1: Politically, I agree with Han Solo, uh, but it's always been Obi-Wan.
0: Yeah, Obi-Wan, yeah, definitely.
1: It has always been
0: Obi-Wan. you want the guy that gets friggin' like, smoked by Darth yeah. Vader. No, the he guy that sacrifices yoink-
1: himself <laughs> because he understands that that is the correct path. Wait, what that was, what a was little, that?
0: That was a little defensive there.
1: The, no, so the thing with Obi-Wan is that he doesn't get smoked because he's bad at his job. He gets... He dies well, because... Well,
0: look at that freaking stiff lightsaber fighting from back before they had good choreography, they're like... <laughs> have you watched that YouTube video? Dude, have they you seen were thir- were they, scene, yeah,
1: 38 yeah, scene 38 reimagined?
0: What? Oh, we got it. We'll pull that we oh, later. We'll, yeah,
1: we'll show you. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. It's going to blow your mind.
1: It's so cool. But also, my defense of bad fighting is technology. My... My defensive Obi Wan yeah, is arm that
0: technology really changed from the seventies? No, 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 no. It's it's actually it's actually
1: arms. the tech from from the stunts. So they had motors and the blades would spin and they were made of wood and they had reflective material because they were doing the effect in camera with lighting. So they uh, couldn't hit them super hard because they would snap they would off yeah, and the motors sense. would stop. As opposed to. Now, which is what these are, is these are carbon fiber rod stunts, you like they used the on. Yeah, on you can we'll get a... bust
2: them out, dude. Yeah, you can get a close here. up here. So this is
1: this is a replica of of Ewan's favorite, um, stunt saber, and these are carbon fiber rods that are indestructible, uh, and then it's all VFX, right? You do it in computer now, right? As opposed to practical camera effects in the '70s, where computers didn't exist, and they were just okay. Computers in the sense that they were now. They had to physically enter data points by numbers, watch the camera move, and then edit the numbers. They didn't even get to see a, like a relative explanation. You're, you're literally coding your way into controlling cameras and different things. So they were not doing effects like this. They were doing optical effects. You have to shoot something. It has to exist physically to be able to manipulate it, right? So there's no inherent creation on a computer You can just use certain programs to manipulate things. So in that case, they had to have a light glowing on the set. Defense of Ben Kenobi is rather like Doctor Strange, right? His connection to the Force in this case, he understands that there is a path that he has started Luke on, and the path for the galaxy requires Luke to do certain things, and it requires certain events to happen to push that in the right direction. And so he knows this is the time. And this is the move I have to make to keep the right trajectory going.
0: It's a little bit of the Agent Coulson situation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, this will motivate the hero to the end. Right. Joshua.
2: My favorite character in the Old Testament is Vader, for sure. And I know that's a little bit, you know, I'm sure everybody says that. But there are reasons for it, and I'll go into it a little bit more later. I feel like or we just now. both explained ours, so you, you should, want me to okay? Yeah. Do uh, it, do so it. They, wait, is,
0: is it like is it theology based? A if little, a little bit, the but I mean, I can theory. I can
2: touch on it and we can get into it more later. Okay, but do it. I mean, I'm just curious, like personally, <laughs>
0: why? Like, because yeah. usually it's someone you identify with, and I know that you're not like, you know, I feel like hot I just take understand Darth Vader. I can identify, but, I can identify, but with I
1: feel him. like he is one of the most identifiable people. In fact,
2: he really is. I mean, okay, so you have this dude who basically like betra- betrayed everybody he ever knew and loved, and' was literally a kid killer, and yet he still came back from that like there is like it's literally like that he is the lowest you can go, and he was still able to be redeemed and I think that that's why I love that character so much is because it's like there's hope for literally everybody. A new hope,
0: one I might say. Yeah, that's good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cut it good. there; it's over. <laughs> uh,
1: I that is one of the few things that I wrote down. I had just a couple of notes as I was listening through. I did my homework and I, I listened to all yeah. of y'all's episodes before this because I didn't want to come in and not know kind of how you guys operate. And one of the one of the notes that I did make is that like Darth Vader is a irredeemable character. Right, his sins are the worst yeah. like he he is the worst in almost every category worst of the worst and and he's able to save be saved right and yeah. i think that that's something that christians they're they're a lot of us feel that we can't be saved yeah and that's something that that comes up is like why why would he save me right and darth vader is one of those things that's very easy to look at and go, yeah, wow. Like people understand that there is a possibility of redemption, regardless of, like, true redemption is a heart posture, and it's and it is not necessarily connected to how bad you got. You might still have to suffer consequences. Right, right exactly.
2: That's Which he a separate did. right. That's that's a, that's yeah. a separate part that's of the conversation thing, from sure. being
1: truly redeemed. Right, you can be truly redeemed, and you understand that that also requires that you you have to s- serve time in right. in. Re- whatever way that could be. And so I see that that picture is is possible because the Bible tells us that. There is nothing right that can stop you. Right.
0: And we we see that in the robber on the cross, right? Next yeah. to Jesus. He said, like, this day you will be with me in paradise, but you don't get to live. Like, he's yeah. still gonna die on the cross. Darth Vader still died, right, but he got redeemed at the end, and what was his reward? Heaven. Right. The... Ghost force goes chilling at the ghost, end, yeah, right, instead it. of just being gone forever. So you know, in that split second of redemption at the end, he right. was still able to get a spiritual reward, but his physical punishment—he's right. still dead. Right. right.
1: Certain certain rules can't be broken. Right. right. Like you don't just met ma- like you're not magically healed. Right. You were still mortally wounded. Yeah. But your spirit is saved. Sure. Right. Which right. is the important part. And, yeah. and biblically, that's also the truth. Right. right. Like your spirit is. Saved, regardless of what has to happen to you in the physical, as far as consequences are concerned.
0: Right. So I have a question now. Yeah, yeah. Since we've each kind of had a question here of the Old Testament, <laughs> what? We keep calling it that. Are yeah, no, you actually <laughs> talking about the Old Testament no, or the. I'm old not. Trilogy? Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite movie?
2: Okay. Favorite film out of the Old Testament?
0: Because cause this is also going to inform, like, your favorite part of the classic hero's arc, right, that you yeah. talked about. So, like, typically, do you like the foundation and the character backstory? Do you like the, the like, meet the work in the middle? Or do you like the, yeah. the like, pretty ending at the end?
2: Sure. You want to start? Who wants... You go
0: first. You go first. Yeah, you go yeah, first. I like the middle. I like where all the stuff's happening. And, yeah. like, there's still a little bit of suspense. So, yeah, mine episode five, where you have that, oh, crap moment. Because episode six, like, the problem with the hero's arc is a slight bit of predictability. Like, you know everything's right. going to get buttoned. You know Luke's not going to die. Right. In episode six. In five, maybe. <laughs> right. Like, maybe at right. in the next one, someone else takes up that mantle and finishes the journey. At the end, you're still like... It's anybody's game. I yeah. like that middle where there's still a little bit of mystery, but the episode four is a drag for me. Just trying to get everything built up, get it yeah, going. He's got to find the lightsaber. He's got to talk to Ben. He's got to figure yeah. it out. I'm like, let's let's get a along. move on here. Let's move
1: it along. Skip to the good <laughs>
2: I too, I too am a, am a fan of five. I think that one's my favorite out of out of all of them because there's a lot of of like. There's a lot of cool, like biblical stuff in there, but like just on uh, beyond that, like again, going back to Vader, you gonna you get that first glimpse of his humanity where when Luke's kind of like laying there with his holding his nub and he's just and then Vader's just like communicating with him and he's just like Luke and he's like father, and you kind to get that you know he really does, in his own twisted way at the time, love his son and wanna and wanna be with him.
0: The number one misquoted Star Wars line ever in history is yeah. in that scene. Yeah. He never said, Luke, <laughs> I am your father. That's it. He goes, <sighs> no, I am your, your father. Yeah, And he's like,
2: <laughs>
1: no, Ben said you killed my my
2: dad. No, I am your, your father. He said, I am your dad. Anyway, go ahead. I'm your dad. So, please, what is your, which
1: I'm is your favorite? I'm once again <laughs> going to have a slightly nuanced opinion. <laughs> this is the artist in me. I'm <laughs> s- we so accept you. Everybody. Buckle sorry. in, folks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Buckle up. I, I
2: like all of them.
1: I recognize, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, there's, there's this thing that a lot of people have a hard time in art, there's good and bad. And then there's like and dislike. Yeah. right? Right? This is where we get the idea of like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. You can like something that you know is bad. Right. And you can dislike something that you know is good. Objectively. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back is the best of the films. Right. I know it and I love it. Yeah. My favorite, which is different, is Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I knew it is. Because as a child, yeah. so I grew up with these movies. So there is just straight nostalgia. And that's what this is. Of course. This is not. It is not the best of them.
2: That's like people preferring Tobey Maguire as Spider Man,
0: right? And they're wrong. <laughs> yes, we because objectively, covered that
2: Andrew Garfield is the best Spider Man.
0: He's a better. Yeah, he's just. <laughs> I love. Which, okay, pause for a second because you said
2: the best Spider Man, <laughs> <laughs> which man
1: Spider Man, which does is whatever
0: else Spider Can. It's a grave mispronunciation. Of his name, of Spiderman, it's Spiderman, it's Spiderman, I love it. Yeah, it I remember. Always been Spider-Man. <laughs> right, Justin
2: right. Clark uh, said, "Spidey Man, Spidey." He Spidey called man. him Spidey Man.
0: Justin is old. I,
2: <laughs> you know, he listens. Just,
0: to just, <laughs> just... Justin, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Thunk, ka
2: thunk.
1: that was us. Justin's body and... going under the wheels.
2: <laughs> and shout out to Justin because he's just an amazing. We do guy. all love you, Justin yeah. Clark. You're just an amazing yeah. man. Okay, Good, so yeah. please continue. Good. For My him. favorite is Return. from childhood, Return yeah. of the Jedi, and it's because I
1: liked seeing Luke with the green, and I liked the whole fit and yeah. the new lightsaber.
2: Yeah, that was and
1: cool. and like that whole grungy thing. I was never really a fan of the original lightsaber. Okay. The, the Graflex camera flash, uh, the Anakin Luke. I liked Luke's own lightsaber. Yeah, that was his. He built it. Yeah. Right. So I loved the green and the black costume. I thought that was ridiculously sick. Yeah, it is. And I, and and I, even at the time, I recognized the understanding that like, they're dressing him not like a Jedi. They're dressing him like a mix of a Jedi and a bad guy. And the idea is, because even in watching Westerns, you know, the the good guy has the white hat and the bad guy has the black hat. Right. And then they started messing with that. They're like, okay, we're all going to give them ambiguous things. You have to pay attention. Right? Yeah. There's a, Moral fight going on here, and like you That's see, true. Luke wear white costumes, light gray costumes the entire time. Yeah, and then he goes into it, and his costumes get darker at the end of. of That's where he really Empire. faces his final test. He's facing tests. Yeah, and we have the example of Obi Wan, right? right? And then, and then you see Obi Wan, but you see him a uh, dark Obi Wan. You see d- dark Luke Skywalker, and it's like. So he understands the battle now, but you don't know which side he's going to pick. Right. Because now he's starting to understand the other side. Yeah. Right? And then at the end, he, he has the flap open, and it's white on the inside. Yeah. And like, aha, the inside is, is good. Right. right? And, and he chose that. And I love that whole thing going on there. And I will say, for all the prequel haters out there, just, just to button this in, the, the prequel story adds to that conflict knowing that a good jedi somebody who is trained correctly and had the whole thing and was you know under obi-wan can fall is always a possibility so understanding that that is a possibility for luke and not and and it's in his family too right that there's a way that he could justify turning to the dark side defeating palpatine because maybe he trusts himself more than than the other guys like that whole arc happens twice, Right. but one of them... You, you see both results, though. You know, when you play a video game and you have two options and you can, you can pick two endings to the game, that's basically what you see in the two trilogies. Like, you see what happens if you pick this way yeah. what happens if you pick the other way. That's true. So, you know, I was like, like a... the end, just seeing him wail on Darth Vader.
0: Well, this is a, a complete side topic, which is why... To me, the the first three movies, are, and I know we're not getting into that, but the, yeah. the first three movies are a little more entertaining for me is because you got this guy with all these skills and a laser sword, and sometimes you just want, like, ten minutes of them just kicking some butt, just, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. wailing on some bad guys. Yeah. And four doesn't have that. There's a little bit in five, a little, you get, like, a taste in five and six, but just seeing Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon just, like... Smush some droids from the on beginning. At the from beginning. the very
2: beginning, yeah. yeah.
0: And they're they're up on the ship, and they're like, haha, we locked you in a room," and you're like, "Yeah, this lightsaber can get through anything except plot armor, but you can like get through, <laughs> right? Right? You don't get that like sense that like Luke is one of the most powerful combatants in the galaxy, yeah. And they show a little bit of that in. The Mandalorian series, when he shows up on the ship and yeah. they're like cornered on the bridge, and there's these legions of the most elite droids that are lightsaber proof, and he's like, Cool, don't need it. And then you're yeah, yeah, yeah. smushed. I want, I think part I want of to that, see
1: that is one from a scale perspective, right? The story is very personal in the old trilogy. That's it's, true. It's in the not original the trilogy, it is not. Whole. It is not even though the scale of those movies is massive, especially considering the time period. If you watch any other movie from nineteen eighty-three and then you go watch the Space Battle from Return
0: or even Hoth.
1: Mind blowing. Yeah. The the,
0: the fight on Hoth with the speeders and the walkers, that's like And the only reason that, that
1: even happened is because George Lucas wanted the most challenging environment to create an action scene in. Because at the time, blue screen was incredibly hard to do correctly and you would get black outlines Mm. from the blue screen. And so he's like, well, what's the way that I can prove that we're doing it the best. You put them on a white background. Mm -hmm. That's why space battles were easier and they could do them in in the first one. And so he's just like, I'm going to exploit this technology because now I've perfected it. And he, he's always been doing that, but it's the story's personal. And I think that the in story explanation of, of that is that Luke Skywalker doesn't even know what he is because he has no context for his ability. Right, he he's got an old man. He shows. He's got yeah, an old man that. that died. He's got a, a mentor that never even showed his capabilities. Yeah, you died, and then he's got two evil people, and he is scared to use that power because the only other people that are surviving are abusive. Yeah. Right, and then you see the Jedi right in the height of their power at the end of the Republic, and they have an entirely different context in their head for what they are. They know right. their place. They know their power. And sometimes they know how to correctly use it, but you start seeing the abuses of power, right? Like right. You, you give too much power and you let a system go for a while and it gets abused. It's always going to happen because people are people, and right. we, we screw stuff up. So you see a lot more dynamic going on in that environment because there's a lot more power. People are aware of it and they're all angling for themselves. It's a very different vibe from Luke Skywalker who's in a situation who's afraid because the only people that survived are the people that used it for evil. And he's very scared. Right. Right. Like there's a lot of fear in Luke yeah. Skywalker. And eventually he overcomes that. That's, that's, that's the emotional journey of episode six. Right. So in episode five, it's, it's more he's, he's just training. He's just learning stuff. Yeah. But he gets defeated. And he understands that there is more power, and then the option that's presented to us in episode six is, well, maybe you turn to the dark side. Maybe that's where the power is. Yeah, but he also and he, has he also has he
2: also has that you know, the emperor taunting him to use it in that direction because he's like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm going to like kill your friends.
1: Well, and to be fair, he kind of gives in, right? The emperor's like, do it. Yeah, and and he he does for a little bit. Yeah. So he, he uses the force and he brings lightsaber to them and they go for it. Right. And then he gets to the point where he realizes that my father had the same choice. It's the hand scene, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, poetry, as George Lucas says, it rhymes. Mm-hmm. The, the trilogies rhyme. And Luke is presented with the same choice. And he, he, he has that moment. right? And he's like, we, we are the same, and the same person is manipulating us. And I I literally can see what happens if I choose one answer. Yeah. This is what happens to me. Yeah. So even if it doesn't work, I have to choose the other option because I know that this one doesn't work. Right. Right. So, like, we got to try the other one. So anyway, I digress.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You know, it's... Go ahead. No, I was saying it's it's about that time if we want to crack open the favorite biblical parallel section, unless you had just, like, a generic movie thing. Yeah, the only thing
2: I was gonna say is, like, which side would you, regardless of you know, anything external, just having fun with the movies, are you would you join the rebellion? Would you join the Empire?
1: It depends on when we're starting. Are we starting in the the political climate of episode four? A New Hope? Like,
2: yeah, just... Every, yeah, I think just, let, aside. let's just, yeah, just everything aside, like, what would you choose? Because, like, honestly, like, I would probably join the Empire thinking, like, oh, yeah, they're restoring peace and, and security to the galaxy. Like, we're law and order. Like, we're doing the right thing. Like, I feel like there are so many, uh, you know, people who joined up in the Empire not realizing that, you know, what they're following, not realizing that the Emperor is, you know who he is and thinking like, I want to do something that's useful, helpful. I want to do the right thing. See why I asked is because there are some planets, right. Where
1: they wouldn't know that the empire is bad because the empire is only perceived as justice. Exactly. And there are other planets where if you happen to be born there, you understand the exact opposite. Right. So it, it does depend on like, how much do I know? I do tend to, I do think that I would be a rebel.
0: Yeah. I think that I would not be. I, I'm I'm on, on your well, it depends. Because um, I,
1: I would also say that if I were in the old republic, I would be a separatist
2: as well. If, if you okay, so if you lived long enough to see the fall of, I, of I'm the I'm saying republic that my mindset would probably lead Empire. me to both of those groups
1: for the same reasons. Right. As as a by way of justifying the fact that like I don't even even in a case where the Empire's perceived mostly as good yeah i tend to align myself with the people that want less power right on the whole right so it's, it's not necessarily that they're not doing atrocities on my planet kind of thing right but like i always tend to limit government other things yeah so the rebels appeal to me the separatists appeal to me right, right? so yeah
0: it's yeah go ahead i personally tend to be a rule follower i don't even like jaywalking when like (laughs) i know that you shouldn't so given no context of like what they were doing i would be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna join the bigger fish that has the resource and i think it also would depend on like a a class and socioeconomic class situation if i had a lot i know me personally i like stuff I like I like having my <laughs> yeah. things. And right. so if I had a lot of stuff and I was like a relatively wealthy person right. and my options were have that all taken away and risk jail, I'd probably be like, I'm not. Security's cool. But I wouldn't really want to s- join necessarily right. the empire and go like curb stomp some, some people or No, some but farmers. like no
1: resistance, right? Like you right. Just, I'd be like, yeah. You what just I, surf the wave. You want right, to like
0: look right. at my stuff and see if there's a Jedi in here? I don't have a Jedi, so sure, take a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't uh, hurt me. The classic,
1: any. I don't have anything to hide, so have.
0: <laughs> right. So like yeah. take my my freedoms for like, you know, I let Amazon in my house cause with Alexa's because I like two-day delivery, and it's just more convenient. So I, right. I tend to lean towards that. If I didn't have anything to lose, I know for a fact I would join the side that lets me do more things that I think was cool. And I am not looking at this at like a moral perspective. Re- that's just, what I'm saying. Just leave yeah, it, we're, we're leave not, it all on the table here. No if, yeah. if my option was to be like a stormtrooper and obey a bunch of rules and like that's how I could like have a gun and go do some cool like fighter stuff, that seems hard. When I can just go <laughs> join the rebels, they'll hand me a gun and right. I can be like in there and like but in I mean, the room it's still, where it it's happens still a, it's still an thing.
2: organized like military group. It's just guerrilla tactics at, at a point. Yeah,
0: but I could you. It's way easier to be in the room where it happens. Right. What you look at the big decisions that happen in the the rebel side. There's, like, 60 people packed in a Yeah, room dude, Han Solo went from,
1: like, plan. zero to nothing, and, like, he's making decisions for the rebe- like yeah, the entire went, rebellion yeah, in, a like, general. a few years. So, yeah, like, yeah. yeah you, you They know, pack everybody in there the, on the ship. The ceiling with is much higher there for, like, total authority and power. Right. They're like, All we're going to consider.
0: attack right. the, the Death Star. Here's the projection, and there's, like, 80 people in here, and we're going to figure it out. You look at the big decisions that happen on the Empire side, it's like... Four admirals in a room. With I don't Darth want to get Vader choked in front of all my <laughs> friends. Right. Getting choked uh, out. Yeah. And those guys are all older and it clearly took them a bunch of years. So me, right. selfishly, personally, if I had <laughs> nothing to lose, I'd go for the side that gives me like more fun and cool stuff quicker. If I had a lot to lose, I just wouldn't do anything.
2: I just want to be a TIE fighter pilot. That's really all I want. Hmm. Mm. Wow. I and I only say that feeling real be, judged right now because aesthetically I just hair. don't care for ties. I I've never I, seen I'm, you wear one so